I think it was more like two or three. But this is a swap cast with How to Die Alone NFTS. Pick it up now for the kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> it's FTS and How to Die Alone Swapcast. Yeah, we got Myself, Johnny B. And look, it's Stephen Henry. He's on a screen. Hi. And also David Wayne. Very, very <laughs> suave looking fat man. It's not easy <laughs> to do that. And of course, Matt Williams, don't read his shirt. It's offensive <laughs> to three white ladies in California. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, so, we're good now. We're finally go. gonna get some letters. <laughs> uh, by the way, like to anyone watching uh, How to Die Alone on YouTube, feel free to hit the subscribe button. Uh, it helps us a lot when you subscribe and follow us. There'll be a button bottom right, hit that, or on Twitch if you're watching on Twitch. That being said, uh, I wanted to lead off with the crazy story that happened to us. Johnny, you're going to appreciate this. I hope so. Um, I wish Amanda was here to talk about it. The last, not last episode, but the episode before we talked about this, what, what all of us except for Amanda thought was a stupid product called the, oh, key, yeah. the Keyport Pivot. It's basically like the Ridge Wallet, but for your keys. Oh. And Amanda was the only one who was like, I think this is great. I hope someone gets it for me for Christmas. And all of a sudden we got an email from the, like the head of marketing or some dude who works for Keyport who wants to send us one. As her one specifically. Her, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like a they, Swiss they... army knife, but like with keys and you can get an outdoor one. It has like a knife on it. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, so we were all when someone's it, using it. Yeah, yeah, well, the, like in the photo when they're using it, it looks like you're breaking into your own house because it looks like a lock picking <laughs> kit. Now, how did the guy find out that you guys were talking about it? So I, I, guess... I tagged it on the YouTube video. I got the video up here showing the oh, okay. Swiss Army style key organizer, which. Yeah, I, man, I think a man looks like you're breaking into pants. the house. Like it looks like you're. Man, it looks like I would lose that so fast. Like it has all the crap <laughs> on it, so you don't lose it. But it's because it's so organized, I would lose it. Like I'm a two-year-old. I need my keys to jingle and make noise. Like I needed to be a big cluster of just metal rings and stuff. That thing is so sleek, it would end up in the crevice of something, a couch, <laughs> my belly, something where I would never right. find it again. It's funny that you mentioned right. a crevice because we said that Amanda would be able to measure uh, her suitor's dicks with it. <laughs> because it has, oh. has a little ruler that comes with it and the guy who uh sent us the sample said she cannot use it for that because it's got a sharp part okay. like, we don't want any unintentional circumcisions from our product so yeah <laughs> most, most of our guys just measure with one of the keys <laughs> just wants a sensible penis Yes, yes. I need somebody that's like a garage door key dick. That's yeah. all. It's <laughs> just short and round. Nothing crazy. We're not going for like Olympic caliber yeah. dick here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know, four regular keys, but I'm like eight safe keys. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really combination hard. lock dick. I don't know how to explain it, but it's good. You'll like there's, it. It's like there's a master a lock key. The rubber's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah so they, they called amanda the the sensible one out of all of us oh, so they're like but they're like hooking her up with like the deluxe package and like yeah it is insane yeah 
but I mean, it was awesome for them, but, but it also kind of made me go, somebody's listening. Somebody unintentional. Yes. (laughs) They just heard you trashing them. So we were like, we should do like a whole thing where Amanda just trashes like a real doll. And we're like, no, those sound awesome. Like everyone should have real dolls. (laughs) (laughs) People will each get a, you know, $8,000 doll. (laughs) So the key to getting free stuff is just to, to, to link them onto your YouTube. Apparently, I think so. If you yeah. have, what do we want for this show, fellas? <laughs> you know what I've been looking at? Fleshlights. Oh my Dude, god! We said the same thing. We're like, let's let's review fleshlights. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is I actually I had a fleshlight bought for me as a gag gift. This was mm-hmm. like six seven years ago. Um, I was doing another podcast and somebody uh, was like, "Yeah, man, I'll send you a fleshlight." <laughs> and then I got a fleshlight. And yeah. it's one of those things where changed it, your life. Well, no, it just, <laughs> it, just, it just sat like on my dresser in my room, and I would just like look, I would look at it every now and then and go, "Nah, man, I'm not gonna do that." Right? And at the time, it was like uh, I wasn't having a problem like in that department because I just split up with like my wife, and I was just like tearing through all these crazy broads on like uh, uh, this was, like before Tinder. I was like on plenty of fish, just tearing through plenty of nice. whales, right? Right. And just I didn't care what they look like or how dumb yeah. they were. It was that just fresh like fresh young tuna. Yeah, I'm a whore. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, you're you're so out there for that breakup puss. Like yeah, so I, so I, yeah. I didn't need it, right? And uh, and then <laughs> one day though, I got I got drunk and I went home, and that's what it took, right? I was like looking at it, and I'm like. All right, let's, let's talk about. What did it what did it say to you? Was it finally like Johnny? Hey. <laughs> We've shared a lot of tension these these last couple months. Yeah. I've seen I've seen what you've been bringing in here. And you yeah. know what? How about you bring it? How about I bring you in here? Yeah. It, was a, it was a replica of Lisa Ann's vagina, right? And uh <laughs> oh, you shit. nailed like, you can get, Oh yeah. You, yeah, you can get like uh custom <laughs> shapes. Yeah, okay. Palin, Sarah Palin. I don't oh, know how is, to do that. Did they? Did he they change the plaster? texture inside? But did they pour plaster inside their cooter? I don't know how they do it, right? But it's yeah. supposed to be like per cooch, right? So, um, hold on. Imagine being like the guy at Fleshlight for research and development that he's got to like finger her and be like, hmm, hmm. All right, it's soft and fleshy here, and it's like <laughs> it's a little rigid on this side. Like, oh yeah, he's doing yeah. this for research, ma'am. I'm not I don't enjoying know if that's this. A, a polyp, but we're gonna put it yeah. in there. They, yeah, <laughs> they they always uh. Yeah, the intern they always they always blindfold the intern and give him a dick every single time. L- less oh. gynecologist, more lock picker. Like, <laughs> so fun. Yeah, but I'm like, like, hey, why why does this vagina have a prostate? I can't get his last <laughs> tumbler to go. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of farted on me, um, like a real fart. With <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like listening to Lisa Ann's voice uh, coming out of this flashlight, and she's like, "Look, yeah. I weigh a pound and a half. I'm about <laughs> 249 pounds lighter than what you're used to. Are you are you drunk enough to deal with this?" And I'm like, yeah, "Let's go." So I did it one time, and then I ended up in, in a serious relationship afterwards. And she's still the same girl six and a half years later. And it's like, right. it was so funny. She's like, "Did you use that?" And I said, "Just one time, you know." Did, <laughs> did you clean it? And I go. Honestly, I just screwed the cap back on. And I just set it back over there in the corner. I don't. Think <laughs> I don't know if there's a kid developing in that thing. I don't know how realistic it is. You know, <laughs> you just see a flashlight crawling across the floor. So, yeah. so, here's the last memory of that flashlight, and uh, 
So I ended up moving to South Tampa because my son had to play football for Plant High School because they don't recruit. <laughs> and uh, and I told the apartment complex, I go, look, I got to move in a week and a half. I know I'm supposed to give a two week notice. Uh, I said, but I'm going to leave the place spotless and everything. And they said, no, well, if you're leaving in a week and a half, you're not getting your deposit back. I was like, oh, I already cleaned the place. It's spotless, you know, and she's like, sorry. So I just left. What? The, I, I just unscrewed the flashlight, the top, and I just I left, it, I left it face down in the center of the living room floor. That's what I <laughs> You're like, you're like, you're like, and then just like stick it to the wood floor, like right to the wall, like a, like a plunger gun dart. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I left them that. I go, yeah, oh, there make, you go. Make it worth a deposit. Wouldn't it be funny though if like the maintenance man walks in and he's like, Lisa, Ann? <laughs> I got a new one for the collection. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The one I've been missing. I finally have. All of his are used. He's like, what is this? A two what is this? A 2008? Hell yeah. That's a good year. <laughs> he looks at it. This has only been used once. <laughs> you know what's funny? Low is miles. I, low miles. I follow Fleshlight like on Twitter, like just for fun, right? From years ago. Of and they keep on coming out with all kinds of new gadgets. And it's always comical to me. Like I don't I never yeah. look at it and go. Yeah, that feel good on my dick. I always look at it right. and start laughing, but it's like brand new suck model, and it's like a lady. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, what do you? What guy is yeah. like already using like several flashlights, and then he goes, "Oh fuck yeah, finally the suck models out." Like, what? Yeah. what <laughs> that man, like, that it's like thank God it's not it's not steam powered anymore. It's got they a different do dick read feel. My emails. <laughs> yeah, there's no like, crank on it. I always wonder if you break into somebody's house, like in like. And that's the first thing you see is like 40 <laughs> flashlights lined up in the living room. You go, Yeah, I'm gonna go. Like this, I don't want, I don't want this guy to come home while yeah. I'm fucking stealing his TV. This is horseshit. Yeah, exactly. He's like he chases on. you out and you like run into the sex swing and get tangled up in it. You, you just hear the unzipping of the mask as he comes in. He's like, looks like you're in the wrong house, buddy. <laughs> or he goes, Oh my god, my obese man four thousand model just showed up and he's crying. <laughs> Those are real tears. They're salty. He's got that, he's got like the flashlights on a mantle, like people that collect beer steins. And yes, exactly. <laughs> like a frat bro. <laughs> once from every all... once from every state and every state park. Yeah, like, like every forty-year-old woman that collects shot glasses. Ooh, yeah. very unique. Oh. oh my god, I love shot glasses. Everywhere I go, I get a shot. Shut up, whore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's it's, got, it's got the oh cool, it's got a little shapes. t-shirt on it, huh? Nice. Yeah, it's got the shapes, Matt. Like you said, from like every state park. Oh, Rest, huh? <laughs> fuck off! How about that? Barb, fuck off! Everybody's barbed to me lately too. I'm tired of Karen, so I'm just coming up with my my own. Every every white lady is. Barbed. I think Barb's a good one. Barb, yeah. I love that. Barb, yeah, I like it. Fuck off, Barb. Yeah, you got yeah. The there's hard things butt. I heard of like uh, I've heard like comics talk. I guess there was. One year, like just for laughs or something, they gave all the comics like flashlights, like including the women. I don't know, like, but like, and I, I've heard like, are you tired comics, of your boyfriend? Yeah. Just toss him the flashlights. Yeah, you no, but I've heard like uh, the the cleanup. <laughs> I've heard like the cleanup sucks because comics will be like, yeah, I've used it like a couple of times, but like you have to clean it afterwards. Like I don't feel like dealing with that. Like use mean, my hand, you know. You can well, just unscrew the cap. I read that oh. you you could put it in a dishwasher. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't know why my spoons smell like jizz, but mm, all my food tastes like bleach. <laughs> like like pool water. It's just so weird. <laughs> all, all I see is just like somebody putting it in the top shelf and it just oozing down <laughs> onto like everything below it. It's like Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah, they made silicon-based dishwashing you start, fluid. You start yelling at your wife, and the the washing machine starts going go, go, go. Oh, Dishwasher, Matt, not washing machine. She used to sit well, on, the, on the. She used to sit on the washing machine. Now she's <laughs> on <the> dishwasher. <laughs> hey, you let my son up. Hey. Put it, put it on pots and pans. I'm gonna get off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on a long wash on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, because oh, the, yeah. the dishwasher's not only warm, but it puts out steam. So Ooh, we're going to soak this. <laughs> the yeah, pre soak. The steam will spread the lips like you're opening an envelope clandestine style. Gross. <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> so, Johnny, you were on How to Die Alone. What's it about? Like, what do they talk about? <laughs> They're like politics. I don't know what's going on. A lot of people think we just give advice on suicide, but we're all alive. You should get like some sort of Kevorkian like fucking endorsement. You know what I mean? Well, we came yeah. up. We wanted you know, to do all... like a the logo should be a sad old person in a syringe. That's what we're... the yeah, merch like... we wanted to do was the How to Die Alone outlet fork. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And we also had the we also had the faga hats. Oh, yeah, we're, gonna do, we're gonna do faga. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna fly too well nowadays, folks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's it. but it's but it's not homophobic. It's fuck America's gaping asshole. Okay. <laughs> you just have to write that down there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about you know my podcast FTS because people go, what does it stand for? And I said, think about it and get back to me in two minutes. And then like in a minute they go, I figured it out. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only so many things. It's either well, fuck that shit or fuck this shit. It's both of them. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I was, my brain put twat in that. It was like fuck twat shit. That's fine nice, too. John. Yeah, I was like, nice, Johnny, we did it. It's like choose your own adventure book. You know, whatever you want. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, fuck twat shit. Fuck them shorties. <laughs> All right. Fine. Okay. Cool. But the, the F is always going to be fucked because we're twisted, horrible people. Everybody. Yeah. Pretty and you much. should be able to say fuck. If you can't handle the word fuck, you're, got, you're not going to handle the rest of what's going Dude. on. I've had like this uh, this weird brain fog, and I looked it up. Like, um, it, it's something that that you get after COVID. It's almost like a concussion sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I said fuck like twice on air this week on my FM show, and yeah, I had to dump <laughs> out of it. had to dump out of it. Like, I never do that. It's like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, man, uh, I made this uh, this uh, Korean barbecue it was so fucking good. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? I gotta, like, it's so crazy. Yeah, so. Where's the merch? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I really think, isn't it crazy though? Like, no matter where you are, where you're at on the political spectrum, a red hat is immediately like everybody's troublesome. Like, I like, look, I got a, a red bucks hat right here. I guarantee if I put it on, people are gonna be like, "This Ooh. fucking oh, okay, <laughs> yeah." They'd have yeah. to like, see like a, that. Like, that's that's right, brother. And I'll be like. <laughs> 
yeah, fucks. And you're like, oh, never mind. God damn it. I'm going to <laughs> Yeah, he kind of singly, like, single handedly ruined the, the red hat, like OJ. He's like Fred Durst. Marco. I wasn't talking. <laughs> Fred Durst. I wasn't talking. Or anything, backwards. You know, he just. Uh... Oh, man. Could you not hear me, Matt? Or you just wanted to yell that out? <laughs> I, I got excited. When's the last time I got to yell Fred Durst at you? I don't know. <laughs> And I, but I guarantee you, last time I wasn't already talking when it happened. So, but all right, right. <laughs> moving on. There's an art to this, guys. It's not easy. All right, it's uh, it's like playing tennis with four people and four rackets on one yeah. court. You know, you just keep hitting the ball until somebody hits it too soon, and then it walks <laughs> over somebody else. Right. So I, I went over the line and yelled. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> you get two faults, right? I don't know, dude. Do I look athletic? Come on. <laughs> you look knowledgeable. I'm out of breath talking to you guys. This is this is why we should be doing it in the same room. So Matt has the appropriate fear. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. It's very real now. Social distance, everybody. Um, no, I look, look, at least I can't give it to you now. You, honestly, these antibodies are so great. Like I love them now that I'm, I've done it. Uh, you guys, none of you guys have had it yet, right? No, no. You know I should it. have had it. I should have had it, but you may have. I have not had it. You don't know. Some people well, have zero symptoms, so you don't even no. know. I did the antibody test. We'll see. Like my roommate is a who's a COVID physician, yeah. And so he was like one of the first people that got it. And uh, the day we knew he got it, I was like, he bought this big thing of like hand sanitizer, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, that shit stinks. Yeah. Like, he was like, it was, it was lavender. I was like, yeah, well, it's straight up ass. And he was like. I don't smell it. And I was like, what do you mean you don't smell it? And that uh-huh. was the first day that we heard about the anosmia where you can't smell anything. And he's like, no, I can't smell anything. And he like went back into his bathroom and like sprayed some cologne and yeah. couldn't smell that either. Yeah. But um, that's like the worst he had. He didn't have coughing or anything else like that. But I was like, right. well, I for sure have it. Yeah, um, the, wor- the worst part was, uh, well, the weirdest part was the smell and the taste stuff, which we all, like the, the girlfriend, she had it too. And she's a, an RN, works in a COVID unit. So, yeah, same thing. Uh, what the funny part was, she didn't know if she had it when I, when I got it. So she had to quarantine because of living with me. Mm-hmm. So she, like, started running up, like, uh, you know, like, give me a kiss. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, if I'm going to be quarantined, I want to get it too, just to get it over with. Oh, God. I'm like, lady, you're nuts. You, you don't know how it's going to affect you. Some people, it just kills them, you know? So what are you doing? She goes, I'll be fine. She ended up getting, like, pretty sick. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, uh, She was like a, like a COVID bug chaser. Yeah, so. She's like, I just want it so I know I have it. Right, but she did it. Yeah, she did it. Like, uh, so, uh, you know, but, but we both did the, the smell and the taste thing. It was like 10 days. And it's still not all the way back, like. I'm only about, I only got about probably 70, 75% of my smell and taste back. Mm. Um, And I read yesterday, Brian Cranston, you know, fucking Breaking Bad. He had it in March and he said he still doesn't have all of his smell and taste back, which that's fucking horrible. You you fucking, you Chinese people that designed this thing, that's me. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's fucked up. Like they knew where to hit us. They knew Westerners were fat as fuck. And they knew, oh, how do we gonna get them? Oh, they like a food. Ooh. Right? <laughs> so they're like, you know, we'll fucking hit them right where it hurts. Like fucking look, I'd rather fucking lose a limb than lose my taste. This is fucking horrible. Like yeah. I, I know. I, I watch the food network all day long. This is horrible. Yeah, so but anyway, 
back to the antibodies. It's fucking yeah. like KC masterpiece tastes the same as gas station barbecue. Do you now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny though? Yeah. Um, I, know, really I, know. I was watching TikTok and they have all these young people that are, that are positive and they're eating like onions and like whole cloves of garlic and all this. I'm like, damn, I should have done that. That would have been hilarious, but I'm not a fucking TikTok master. Um, but the antibodies, the reason why I say it, it's beautiful because like I'm going to do two shows tonight. And I don't have to worry yeah. about anybody. Like, <laughs> I, like I told people, I'm, look, I'm giving handshakes and hugs after the show. I don't give a fuck. Like, I can't give it to you. You can't give it to me. You know, and then my this girl's f- like, well, you know, it's flu season. You'll probably get flu <laughs> and die from it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're, you're such a buzzkill. Well, you know? What I was like, thinking was that, like, everybody that's gotten it, they should give you, like, a badge or a patch to wear on your arm. Yeah. That we all know that you I had a great there. idea for about like, Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I had a great idea for 30 seconds. I'm like, why don't they just put like a COVID tattoo on her forearm? (laughs) Yeah, the date you got it. My buddy's like, you mean like a a bunch of numbers maybe? I'm like, yeah, we'll just do. uh, No, not like that. What number are you like to get it? You're the (laughs) 1,400,000. Oh, like you get like a little 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 Kobe, like you know, a little Kobe tattoo, like on your you know, Kobe. Like, oh my god! Yeah. 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 It's just like a little crown. It's just like a little Kobe crown. Yeah, and then you're like that way. You walk up to somebody and they and you you flash a Kobe. They flash their Kobe. You give them a hug. You're like, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> spit in his mouth. Yeah, spit it. Johnny, start Kobe. making out. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gay. I'm just happy to be a Kobe. <laughs> Why are you sucking my the- dick? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Is that the new handshake? Going out to Coachella. Like oh, Coachella. God. All right, I got to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Johnny, you do have to be careful, though, because I, I read an article that, like, a lot of people are starting, like, well, it's not a lot, but, like, more people are starting to, like, I guess, get it again because mm-hmm. you can, like, re-get it. Well, so here's a problem. And me being a, a barely a member of the media, I've learned to kind of – understand where i'm getting my information right so every news outlet doesn't matter which side or where they're at on the political spectrum or anything they all have an agenda they all have something that they're trying to promote or push and a lot of it's fear a lot of it's uh you know uh conspiracy some of it's a little of both and i found that some news sources are are trying to keep us scared of shit all the time so it's like all right there, there's so many studies like there's you could pretty much find your narrative in any study. Like you'll see studies like masks don't work. They proved it, but it's like they tested 500 people in the Netherlands. Right. So then you got people going masks don't work. It's, and then you got people are saying, you know, like uh, you could catch it three times in a month, you know, but no, you can't. Right. Like I live, I live with the, you know, medical professional. The thing, the reason why they're finding that people look like they're catching it more than once from the doctors I've talked to, and I talked to the head epidemiologist at USF, I've had him on air, so I trust that guy more than I trust, you know, <laughs> fucking Fox or CNN. That, that's so, a fraud. Yeah. Right, this fucking <laughs> professional asshole, right? But what happens is people get false positives a lot. You see it happening in, in the NFL where they go, mm. oh, the guy got a positive, and then they go, well, test him again. Negative, negative, negative. He could play on Sunday. So if you get a false positive – then you just go home and quarantine. You don't retest. Yeah. And then like a month later, you get COVID again. And like, I had it twice. No, you didn't. You had a shitty test once. Yeah. Uh, so because, 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 uh, 
my girlfriend's also a nurse too and where she works at it's like an old person's like uh it's not hospice but like it's like post-surgery and shit right. yeah they're just like you're pretty much waiting until you're gone kind of thing right. well they had one person that came in and had been there for 30 days because they came from a hospital they had to quarantine them no one's been in there except for one nurse and it tested negative 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 and then like week four it was like positive yeah. and then came back negative again she's like how the hell did it test positive i'm like well they're probably doing that to get money you know like oh yeah, we got three cases so we need to send us money so okay. it's either false positive or they're trying to get funds was like right. my idea do that i don't there's something and, and i'm not like a red pill guy but i don't trust a lot of shit man i really don't oh and, let's man, get into it johnny you know what i'm saying bro yeah. like i don't <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not a red pill guy. I'm kind of a pink pill guy. I sit on the fence and I don't I don't trust anything. But Let's I'm also some truth. <laughs> but I'm not you know I'm not gonna go you know fucking completely crazy either. You know what I mean? But look, uh, if you want to go in on the Bilderbergs and all that, not, like this I'm is not going, I'm not going to pull <laughs> Alex Jones on your podcast. I'm not gonna do that. But at the same time, I'm not a fucking moron to just believe everything I hear either. So so when I when I when I got sick with it, right? It sounded like I was starting to rap. I got sick with it. Anyway, fucking. <laughs> so Will Will Koontz, my co-host, right? Mm -hmm. You guys all know him. He dabbled in comedy for a minute, for like 30 or 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> dude, honestly, I'm not. I'm Hard not, minutes. I'm not fucking with him, though. He is a really good radio producer and a good co-host. And, and I mean, he's been super solid. But he, he uh, I guess he went on a Tinder date or something, went out to St. Pete. And then, like, we came back. And he's the only person in the studio with me. Like, everybody else is like out working from home and stuff and he's like i don't feel good man and i go you better get tested we both had already been tested probably six times since march like for just being around somebody exposure mm -hmm. whatever and uh and he goes yeah i'm gonna get tested so he uh comes back the next day he goes yeah i got tested i'm negative i go cool cool so a couple more days go by and he goes i still don't feel good man and i go that sucks man well the weekend comes and uh and uh i have a show at Punta Gorda, out outdoor show at the celtic ray and it's me, Kyle Roos, Michael Marillo, Max Doyle, you know, all the normal. And then a bunch of like people showed up, but it's outdoors. I'm on stage. I'm sweating. It was like 65 degrees at night. I'm sweating like profuse, like just, just pouring sweat. My body's hurting. And I'm like, I guess I always just like, I just discount all my ailments to being a fat person, right? So right. Go, my body hurts. I go, I must have slept crooked. I'm overweight. This yeah. is normal. And then, like, <laughs> well, you probably had a few beers too. You're like, yeah, I drank yeah. tonight, so I'm sweating. It's just the beer. It's making me. Warm. Yes, exactly. Right. My stomach felt kind of yucky. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have drank that strong ass beer. So on the way home, I get a text message from Will. He goes, Yeah, I tested again today. I'm positive. I'm like, Motherfucker. <laughs> so the next day, I go get tested at this like little strip mall, like in mm -hmm. Plant City, because it was like, Yeah, we do test with no appointment for 40 bucks. I'm like, Okay. I go there. They're like, Yeah, you're negative. I'm like, Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, the next day I'm on air, it was the election, and I'm doing like a, an election coverage show with like four other radio oh, God. right? I know. Well, I'm just clowning on everybody. I don't give a shit. They, they were paying me to do it, so I did it. And uh, <laughs> I'm, one guys, I'm one of these guys that's like, it doesn't matter who's elected. We're all going to die. Anyway, so yeah. fucking I'm eating a bowl of chicken soup because I'm not feeling good. And like halfway through the bowl, I'm like, does this need salt? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't taste this soup. Oh, so the next day I went to like a legit like walk in clinic. I went to an advent like uh, urgent care and they yeah. do the PCR 20 minute testing where they go all the way up into your brain. And a guy walked back in and he's like, oh, you're positive. You're totally positive. 
And he's like this young <laughs> male nurse. And I go, you sound positive about me being positive. <laughs> I go, I go, is this how you normally tell people they're positive? He goes, oh, man, you're fine. And I go, I'm morbidly obese, bud. He goes, this is what the guy said. He goes, oh, I'm looking at you. And I go, what the fuck is that? So I said, should I go to the hospital? I'm thinking, call an ambulance. I got COVID. I'm, I'm going to ICU. The guy goes, no, I mean, just go home, man. Watch some Netflix for like 10, 14 days. You'll be fine. I go, really? And he goes, yeah, I mean, if you start feeling real sick, go to the hospital. He goes, he goes, uh, your vitals, I mean, you're a big guy, but your blood pressure, everything looks good. You, you'll be all right. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, it was weird. But but yeah, so I got the negative on Monday. got the positive on Wednesday. So it's very strange how these things are. So I don't know. I, <laughs> Some people are like asymptomatic. And I'm just like, that's the scary part. Yeah. Uh, my son got it. He was. Oh, shit. But, days, but he's in a fraternity. They all got it. Like everybody in the frat house got it. And I knew it. Too. Uh, when they he, were all with the same girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was at home until september he went back to school and i go hey buddy enjoy uh getting covid by the way uh don't come home till thanksgiving all right and he goes whatever dude like two weeks later he's like i got covid i'm like i know motherfucker i told you it was gonna happen so the beauty <laughs> of it, thanksgiving five people in my home four of us covies so nobody had to worry about shit yeah yes. yeah herd immunity it was all it was all barb's fault you guys were just <laughs> barb's you guys were just double dipping chips and shit. Doesn't matter. I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got yeah. text messages from bookers. I didn't do you it. Uh... Guy, right? You guys get booked. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've had nine shows since March and I'm bragging. Yeah, I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're, um... they're different kind of shows. It's not like, hey, man, I need to do 10 minutes for uh, being on stage for free. Are you Are you available for that? yeah <laughs> yeah i know shows that i used to like almost scoff at now i get super excited for you know like like a <laughs> couple of weeks ago it's like hey man do you want to do a, a comedy show at a strip club i'm like fuck yeah i do yeah i'm supposed to be doing that in january i'm i'm excited it's actually fun uh the place uh the whiskey over there in seminole like the the bartenders the managers everything they're really cool and the girls there's some pretty damn hot girls there and they actually liked comedy it was weird that like they didn't do any stripping while the show was going on. All the strippers sat around with the customers and watched the show. It's very odd, right? Wow. Yeah. It's like date night. <laughs> but... Well, I wouldn't want the strippers up there. No one's going to listen to a damn thing you're saying. Yeah. I Unless there's some busted ass strippers and it's just a roast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's scary stuff. Uh, and then like, like what, four days later, I did a show at a barbecue place. And then... Uh, Apparently, I did so well, they just shut the show down after that. They just canceled all the other shows. It was like, all right. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. We will never recreate this magic, nor <laughs> will we give it a chance. Well, I was roasting everybody in the place. Like, I made fun of their mac and cheese and everything. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Can we call this barbecue? And you pull out, like, your own, like, fucking rack of ribs and shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys know I, I do barbecue competitions. I know. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, when I went into the place, I was excited because I heard all about how good it was. And yeah. So I said, where's your, uh, where's your pit master? And they said, well, our chef is here. And I go, I want to see your chef. I said, I want to know more about this. You know, now I'm, now I'm putting on my Guy Fieri glasses, right? Yeah. I'm like, let's, let's talk to the chef. I want to go in the kitchen. Right. And uh, he weighs 125 pounds. You're like, get the fuck out of this oh, goddamn flavor town, baby. Right. So it's who are you speaking to? You're speaking to the mayor of flavor town. <laughs> so this lady, this lady comes out and, uh, and, uh, she's like, she's like, uh, 
so so I'm the cook and everything. I heard you really know what you're doing and everything. And I go, I mean, I've been around a little bit. I go, I go, I want to taste your food though. I'm really excited about it. I go, I go, I'm not obviously gonna eat everything on your menu. I said, give me your best side and your best protein. And she's like, Oh, I know what you want. You want my pulled uh, pork and my mac and cheese. I go, that sounds good as hell. Let's go. And the pulled pork was good, but the mac and cheese was just like, you know, kind of bland. And I didn't say it to her because that's rude. Yeah, I, said yeah. it, I said it to the bartender who listens to my radio show. You said it on stage to the whole place. No, well, eventually. <laughs> like, so, so I said it, <laughs> said it to the bartender. I go, man, this mac and cheese is whack, yo. It's like got no flavor. Man. It kind of needs salt, needs cheese, cheese and mac and cheese. And she's like, oh, that's disappointing. So I guess she went back and told everybody. Like, <laughs> all the employees were walking up to me like before I even got on stage. Like, sorry about the mac and cheese. I don't know what happened. Normally it's good. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I told one person, right? So then I saw the, the, the chef. She was walking through the room and I saw her and she just looked at me like she was sad. And then she just left. She left the whole place. Like she, <laughs> They she let her go that night. Off. Maybe she quit. I don't know. So then I got on stage. I had like six beers. I mean, I started fucking roasting people so you single-handedly not only killed the comedy shows there you shut down a restaurant i can do that yeah, <laughs> yeah the head chef walked out like i'm not doing... that was the owner well i guess you own it now johnny this it's is gonna... your restaurant if it would have gonna... been a japanese restaurant he would have killed himself in front of me right there <laughs> just right on, the, right on the hibachi <laughs> i'm like that's the best thing that's happened all night holy cow <laughs> Oh, wasabi on him and get him out. Flick yeah, one of the I mean, shrimp over here. I mean, you know, like we've been fortunate enough to at least still be able to do shows. Yeah, you know, well, there's so many people world. moving here now. There's so many new comics, like or like established comics yeah. from other places. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Everyone <laughs> shits on Florida, Florida man. No, no, no. You're not gonna come down from New York or LA. Fucking bring your go your ass Chicago or some other shit. Well, it's funny because they come down and they're like, so New York is dead, and I'm like, well, fucking, why is that our problem? Like, yeah. Same thing with California. Like everybody's leaving California because it's a shit show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rogan moved his whole fucking all, Austin. His, Everybody, I think, is going to Austin is where. Yeah, at. I heard. Uh, I heard Steve Byrne. He was on uh, the Mike Calta show the other morning and. And ended up being like the clip of the day where he's just he goes, he, he compared L.A. to a hot girl from Vegas. He's like, yeah, it's good to look at, but but they're damaged inside. There's no good. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, wow, it's just not attractive. Like, why would you even want to live in California now? Like the fucking the whole state's on fire. It costs, you know, so much to live there. You can't even live in a studio for a couple grand a month. And then. Uh, they're locking everybody in their homes and everything while the while the governor is out, you know, eating five star food, party. 12 people, you know, it's like, well, oh, yeah. yeah, the funny thing is that at the beginning of COVID fucking a governor or a mayor or something came out and I, there was a high school team in California that had the name that's on Matt's shirt. And he was <laughs> like, we yeah. got to change that right now. And I'm like, there is a fucking pandemic and you're worried about the name of a high school football team. Yeah, well, the, all that stuff <laughs> going on, and, and, and it's like 100% virtue signaling, all of that. Same thing with the Washington team, you know, and people, they can disagree with me if they want, but that was 100% corporate money. That was all, that's all that, that was pressure because uh, Pepsi, FedEx, uh, I'm trying to think, there was like four companies all came out and basically told Daniel Schneider, the owner, uh, we're pulling out if you don't change that name. And it had nothing to do with like, 
protecting like the feelings of Native no. Americans. They wanted everybody to know uh, we give a shit about people. That's why you should right. use us to deliver your packages and you should drink our fucking horrible soda that's killing everybody. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, I talked, I, I did a whole like two hour segment uh, where I just had Native Americans calling into my show. Yeah. Like, I want, I said, I want to know how you guys really feel because I have a feeling that this is overcorrection. Like, I would say 99% of there was one lady that was like, it kind of bothered me. Everybody else was like, man, we thought it was awesome, man. We're honoring Native Americans on a football team. That's cool as hell. What are, there's not one other ethnicity that gets that honor. That is great. And I'm like, oh, you're not mad. They're like, no, this is stupid. What are they going to name them now? It's going to be horrible. I'm like, okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, mean, I did. Uh, I used to do a it's bit. It's a like, relatively back, old article, but still. Yeah, back uh, when um, back like when everyone was like mad at the Confederate flag, I was like, you know, whatever, whatever your feelings are about it. But I was like, no one's ever asked the Native Americans how they feel about the American flag, right? Like, you know, that we kind of, I don't know, almost killed their entire, you know, race of people. <laughs> like, I mean, at the end hmm. of the day, it's a it's a flag. Like I know, but but yeah. it's like yeah, you know. But we'll praise that we I'm fucking fly. Right. It I mean, it's not like the it's not like the, the, the name of the football team's offensive, but not the people holding the flag during the national anthem. That's Davey, like, it's it's not like the flag has small box on it or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, those are blankets. We should outlaw blankets. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I saw. I saw a photo of the whole family uh, Thanksgiving dinner uh, this year. The whole family was dressed like uh, half of them were pilgrims, and the other ones were wearing like like uh, headdresses. Like, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's. To me, I'm not offended by that, but I promise you, <laughs> I promise you, there's a bunch of people. Somebody that, white is going to be offended by this. Yes, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Like I, I can see the ladies that are upset by this. I, I can tell. There's a few guys too, but uh, but they definitely have uh some estrogen rolling around in there. But it, you could just tell they're looking at that going, oh no, no, <laughs> no way, you can't do that. Like we, we got to come. Barbs. We got to calm the fuck down a little bit. Like you said, you know, they're worried about in the middle of a pandemic about, you know, a high school football team. Like, what are we doing? Let's prioritize things here, folks. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, well, it's, it's, it's just fun. like yesterday they passed the uh, the bill to marijuana, decriminalize yeah. marijuana, but we can't get a fucking stimulus package. Well, they're not going to pass it. it. It'll never get through the Senate. Which it won't. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's all posturing at this point. It'd be nice. If it would, it would be nice if we could all just agree that it's fucking stupid to lock people up for weed. You know, it's it's uh, it's, it's really dumb. But, you know, that's all. Yeah. All. But I mean, like they're trying to pass that bill and it's like, well, why don't you figure out the, you know, for the past, I don't know, seven, eight months, no one's been working. Right. Not no one, but like the people that haven't been working, they probably need to pay bills. So, well, because it's like the mafia, right? It's like uh they'll they'll pass it but they need to get some other things done too you know and it's like uh okay you want this well we're gonna need to put a little bit of this on that too so it's like they have you seen how these bills are it, yeah. it's like most nonsensical attachments cool. it's like it's like all right so we're gonna uh, we're gonna get uh, 22 trillion dollars uh for a stimulus uh one billion of that is gonna go to taking care of azaleas uh, what yeah did you just say a plant you know like, it's a stupid shit uh we need uh some of this what did you see uh the i think part of the weed bill they put in like uh for saving big cats or something like mm -hmm. huh? 
Are we talking about pussy right now? Like, this isn't not even the same. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah well, in the, the, on the back end, they try to like add their own little ton well, of them. And yeah. the thing that's crazy is you, they'll talk to the senators about like, hey, what about this part of the bill? And they're like, well, I didn't read the bill. And it's like that is your entire job. What do you mean you didn't <laughs> read the bill? <laughs> well, I, you know, I read the headline. I read the headline. I didn't read the <laughs> that's all I do. Bullet points, man. Can you send me bullet points? <laughs> a lot of shit to do here. I was like, actually, this one was from the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they got to make sure their constituents or whatever they're called are happy too. Because it's Lobbyist? like, well, you know, we gave you a bunch of money while you were campaigning, so when that bill comes through, make sure you make sure we're allowed to dump sludge into the ocean. Don't forget who your friends were. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, dude, that's how it is, too. It's like it's like uh, both sides are like, uh, OK, well, we'll give you this, but you got to give us that. We got to give you this. But uh, meanwhile, some lady that works at Denny's is like, you know what? I got to try to sell my bed so that I can get some food on the table here. You know, these rich assholes are are fucking, you know, going back and forth on on little fucking uh, needs and wants of their side and everything else. It's all fucking gay. Uh, why? Why did it turn <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden? You give them all the mac and cheese. I want to go back to fucking flashlights. Yeah, let's have a fucking <laughs> flashlights. Okay. Well, hey, Johnny, are, are are you a big? I mean, this is a rhetorical question, but uh, big box fan. How did have you gotten back in the stadium yet? No, I had kind of an opportunity to, but uh, it was uh, it was right at the end of my quarantine. So I didn't want to uh, really risk it, but no, I, and look, I would totally go now like a hundred percent with these antibodies, but um, no, I would like to go, especially now it's cooled off. Like even when I was a season ticket holder, a lot of times I wouldn't go to the first couple of games because you're just out there baking. Yeah. Brutal. yeah. One year when I first moved here, I got them because um, I've been a Bucks fan forever, but like yeah. from Virginia. So when I first got here, like I got them like 300 section. This is way back in the day. You know? That's where my season tickets were, like way up in the nosebleeds. Yeah. And it was like where the sun is on your side. So like you go to like the preseason games. I'm like, I'm out there in like August. And I'm like, this is a bad idea. Like yeah, yeah. I have to walk up all these stairs and water costs more than beer. But like, oh wait, you get God. a discount. You're a season ticket holder. I'm like, why is water more than beer? Yeah. For, <laughs> about, for about two years, I had the, the major hookup. Like I canceled my season tickets. Um, because I ended up, uh, a, a buddy of mine was, uh, the team photographer. So they gave him club seats every week and oh, yeah. he, he was, he didn't like the bucks. He just worked for him. So he's like, you want my, you want my club seats? I'm like, yeah, I want your club seats. So we went to every game in the club section, but the problem is like, you think, oh man, I'm saving these, these tickets were like $180 face value, but you go there. And I remember taking one of my best friends and, I said, I'll get the first round. I got two beers and two hot dogs. And the guy goes, uh, $48. And I go, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, bud. I didn't say people behind me in line. I said, two beers, two hot dogs. Yeah. He, goes, he goes, I know, man, $48. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so it's expensive, man, to, to go to a game. It's really, really stupid. And That's that was why you got to tailgate. You got to get there I, early and just yeah. I like that they nice can the, that's the best part about any of those situations. The concession stand guys, like I, I, I know. Oh yeah, they. Know. I get this all day. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what's crazy is like they're making what the price of like one soda costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? An hour they're making like seven twenty five, 
and they're like you know the drink's eight dollars and i'm like i get you know how many things i sell a day but you only pay me this a whole hour like, you know it's funny crazy. my it's older brother when i when i was a when i was a teenager my older brother he's three years older than me he uh he got a job selling like uh sodas at the bucks game you know walking around with a fucking carrier and stuff and yeah. he would make like maybe $40 every game. And I go, what are you doing, dude? Like, and he goes, what do you mean? I'm going to every Bucks game. He goes, I barely even walk around. He goes, I set the damn thing down and I watch the game. I'm getting in for free. And I thought he was a genius, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> we brought poor little white kids in the ghetto. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, I drink the drinks, right? They don't even look at me. Like I'm drinking sodas. I sell some every now and then. Hell, I even stole some of the money. And then I get free. <laughs> amazing like it's awesome well, i mean the margins are so good and the owner's probably just like fucking so hopped up on coke that he doesn't even know yeah and this is old school this is like the culver house era they didn't give a shit you know what i mean <laughs> fucking guys walking around with this high water orange slacks on like fucking you know <laughs> hating the fact that he has to employ black people on his team because yeah. he's so racist and my brother's over there fucking drinking fucking pepsis he don't give a shit you know uh yeah it was wait awesome. was this the sombrero back in oh, the yeah, old stadium? Dude. yeah yeah hell yeah dude. so fucking great yeah like we had season tickets uh at the old sombrero for a while my family did uh, and, and I remember my dad bitching because it's like, they're raising them up to 20 bucks a ticket this year. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, now, like 20 bucks a ticket. And I get the, you got to pay 25 to park, you know, yeah. down the road. Uh, yeah. So the cheapest, though, do you remember the Tampa Bay Bandits? <laughs> there was a league. Now, you guys are young. There was a league in the 80s called the USFL. And it was actually owned by Donald Trump. And it it rivaled the NFL. It was really good. A lot of like really big players played in the USFL. I mean, you know, guys like Doug Flutie and, you know, uh, Reggie White, a lot of like uh, Walter or um, uh, what's his name? Yeah, that guy. Uh, But a lot of like famous NFL players played in the USFL. Um, We had the Tampa Bay Bandits, who was partly owned by Burt Reynolds. That's how they got the Bandit name. And they were (laughs) champions, dude. Like we won the USFL championship. It was awesome. So you'll see a logo once in a while. I got I, hold on one second. Oh, oh hold on. Oh, hold on, Johnny. This logo better have a goddamn mustache on it. That's all. <laughs> Does it have a mustache? Oh no. Okay. Oh, that's 84. Awesome. That's the year that's I was born. Man, it's 1984, baby. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> anyway. No, you know what's not awesome? The fact I don't wear this shirt. Because the medium I'm too fat. Oh yeah. yeah. No, people buy me stuff. They're like, hey man, I got you this 3XL. Yeah, from China, dude. That's American medium. I can't wear yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. But it but it looks good in my closet. When you stretch it out, it becomes a see-through shirt, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice off the top. That's very nice. Uh yeah, but for Johnny's uh, wet t-shirt contest. But I remember uh Tampa <laughs> Bandits. Uh, it was uh they had a four-pack of tickets in the end zone for 1999, and it also came- <laughs> It came with a voucher. You got a free soda and a hot dog. All four of you. What? Yeah, it was awesome. Wait, wait, did they play in the same stadium? Yeah, yeah, it was the old sombrero. Same thing. Wow. See, and people thought Trump didn't do anything good. I'm telling you, (laughs) dude. He made an awesome football. He made football great again. (laughs) Dude, I was hoping it would have just been Bucko Bruce, but instead it was, um, uh, fuck. What's his name? Who'd you just say? On the team? Trump? No, not Tom Burt Selleck. Reynolds? Uh, Burt oh, Reynolds. Burt. Sorry, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he would be at the games too, and like waving from the box the way he does at uh, Dope Campbell for Florida State. He's oh, like I used to go to a lot of Florida State games, Man. and then every now and then, <laughs> every now and then you'd hear the announcer go, "If you look up into the east box, there's Burt waving at everybody," and he'd be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey, fuck <laughs> off!" 
Bert, get the fuck. So, so do you have to do, like? Do you get recognized frequently, Johnny? Uh, I mean, more more than I used to. Like late, like probably in the last two years, it's starting to ramp up. But I, look, I know it's only because I'm so identifiable physically. I'm just like a big, horrible. I look like you know, stupid. I look like one of those punching bags that you blew up when you were a kid. So it's just, it's a horrible bowling pen shaped man run, walking around right. with misshapen like, head. Like so, the inflatable yeah. guy from uh, big hero six, but with a goatee. Kind of like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's how I get recognized is I'll be, able to somebody will look at me and go, somebody will look at me and go, look at this fat motherfucker. Oh, that's Johnny B. Yeah. That's how it happens. It's like, uh, yeah. But I, but it does happen. It's 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 pretty cool. So the radio stuff's helped out big time with that. So well, like, what about when you're dealing? Like like when you're when you're yeah, dealing? Because yeah. like I mean, they might not know you, but then when you start talking, they're like, I know that voice. That's you what know, happens man? a lot. Yeah. This uh, this young kid was on my table a few months ago, and he goes, "Man, you remind me of like my favorite radio guy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna tell me like Bubba or or Calta or somebody." And I go, "Yeah, who's that?" And he goes you're listening to Johnny B at night. And I go, <laughs> my favorite thing to do in that situation is shit on myself as hard as I can. So like, I go, Ugh, that's who I remind you of. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude, you're funny. Just like him. I go, uh, that guy's not funny. First of all, that guy's a fat piece of shit. And he's like, Jesus, dude. Like that guy's hey, awesome. He's a I comedian? just said he's my favorite radio guy. Like, and he just shit, and he just shit his pants. And no, but but then this guy, <laughs> starts, this guy starts like trying to pitch me to me. He's trying to he's trying to help me out. Like he's trying to win me over to me. So he's like, no man, this guy's like a comedian, and he's like he he's like a a, a chef, and like he's just like he's a single dad and does a great job with this. I I don't know why you're being such an ass. Like you should really give him a chance. Like he's really. Yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. And, I'm and like, he works yeah, at a casino. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then it like hits him. No, I'm like, I'm like I, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, this guy knows my whole fucking bio. He should know my shift and know he's on my table. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did it for, God, probably 20 minutes. I was like, whatever, dude. You know, you like what you like. I think the guy's horrible. I think he's a, I think he's a hack. I think he... Uh, I think he's just obnoxious. And his laugh makes me want to barf. And uh, <laughs> So you were both... You- you were, bo- you were both just being honest about how you felt about Johnny. Yes! <laughs> yes. And, um, and then, like, right before I get tapped out of the table, somebody walks by and they're like, Johnny B, what's going on? And then the kid looks at me and goes, oh, I knew it! And I was like, oh, man. Like, so oh, this turned out wholesome. You didn't yeah. you didn't fuck him, did you, Johnny? I didn't. Uh, well, Could have. I gave him a Johnny B show bracelet thing and... Uh, so any girl that saw that on his wrist didn't fuck him. So in that respect, I fucked him. So poor kid. <laughs> fuck him over, yeah. It is weird though. There's gonna be people at Snappers tonight excited to meet me. And all I think is you guys are fucking you guys gotta get your shit get together. Like there's some <laughs> so much better out there. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't you guys have you guys never heard of David Wayne? Have you not been to a show? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Stupid. stupid no but it always is weird like i've always done like it is kind of weird when people do like say that stuff to you because i've been recognized like i'll be at a show and i didn't go up i'm just yeah. hanging out and then people will be like hey how you doing dave i haven't seen you in a while when's your next show and i'm like what like you yeah. rec- i'm like i'm a fucking host like how like you know what i mean it's just weird so mm-hmm. i imagine like a headline level you, I, I don't know if you get used to it but it's cool no i mean 
I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Like, I love it. Like, I'm not one of these people. It's like, whatever, dude, like, I'll, it's, it'll always be awesome to me if somebody yeah. likes, if they like what I do. Cause I mean, that's, you know, we, we don't make a lot of money doing this shit. We're not, we don't have a Netflix special. So, I mean, I go, I, we, I know most of us, we entertain because that's what we do. We like it. We love it. You know, like that's, uh, I want to get up there and make people laugh. It's, uh, I mean, it's a this, thing. This whole podcast. This be mistaken for. David Lane. This whole oh, podcast has been nothing but a fucking cost to me. Dude, so. you know how many times <laughs> you know how many times uh, I get, especially like Calton now is dabbling in stand-up. I'm like, stop it, dude. Like, I've already getting compared to you so much. Like, yeah. We get it. We get like, it. You're they're... brilliant. Stop this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're well, a no, dynamo kid. He was doing he was doing like a like a live anniversary thing at side splitters and um so many people like two or three people come up to me that night and we're like hey man i love your show and i'm like oh you listen to the podcast they're like no no no, your morning radio show i'm like i'm not mike kelta like, <laughs> it's the nose dude it's dude you should have got your dick sucked before you told him you know what i mean what are you doing david is your girlfriend with you and they're like oh my god is that your side piece yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's weird getting recognized to me like because like i i haven't done that much but like it's weird because what happens is i have no idea who the people are and usually when i meet people i know who they are like when they come up and they say hi to me they're like oh hey hey steven like i've recognized them but like because they see me from like a sea of people i don't know them Right. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I, it, it, and it's funny too. Like when you don't expect like, uh, like I was picking up like my medication at like CVS and like the pharmacist was like, uh, so how's it going today, bud? And I go, <laughs> I go pretty good, man. You know, just small talk. <laughs> and he goes, Johnny B eloquence who knew and i go what the fuck man like <laughs> is that gonna take away from my clout he's like i thought this guy was like some sort of fucking super entertainer he's on blood thinners what a fucking asshole you know like, <laughs> fucking guy can't even keep blood clots from killing him what a fucking piece of shit uh, <laughs> I'm lying, the guy you ain't so tough up. yeah i don't know why the guy turned into the mafia all of a but uh but yeah it's, it's so funny or like I'll, I'll be out eating something and like uh we did that uh god this is like three weeks ago uh we were at this like craft brewery place and the guy walks up and he's like uh yeah man you guys need menus anything like that? then he kind of stops and pauses and he's staring at me and i'm like well he either knows who i am or he wants to fuck or both right so <laughs> i ended up ordering like the triple burger and he goes i knew you'd get the burger man i go how did you know i would get the burger and i'm like all right now he better know who i am because now he's <laughs> He's like, now he's just like, you fat piece of shit, right? Because I got the triple bacon burger. He goes, I knew you get that. I knew you get that. And I'm like, why? Why did you know that? And he goes, you're Johnny B. And he just walks away. And I go, okay, all right, okay. Uh, number one, I'm flattered. That makes me happy. Number two, I don't have to flip a fucking table over in this place and make a scene. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, that got, it right. <laughs> that got it. Now how close he was to death. <laughs> like you were like, what are you? It's pretty funny. Yeah. Right? The- <laughs> I like I like how almost every interaction you have, Johnny, is like quasi sexual. Like, yeah, it is. Oh, 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 the <laughs> other that cool guy one. on the radio, love it. Fucking <laughs> the, voice. The other Andy's cool one. Uh, sometimes <laughs> people recognize me without seeing me. That's the coolest part, right? If they know yeah. your voice. I, w- I went to a Dunkin' Donuts in like Bradenton, and I and I just ordered a coffee, and I said, "Yeah, let me get an extra large hot coffee." And the guy goes, "Are you Johnny B?" <laughs> Did you know that from my order? And he goes, no, your voice. And I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. We didn't know that you didn't order the triple cheeseburger with bacon here, Johnny. We didn't know. <laughs> That's not as good to order. If I would have ordered two dozen donuts uh, for there not to go, and he'd be like, "Are you Johnny B?" <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, I'll be in in a minute. I just want to give you guys time to prepare them. I'm in the drive-through now, but I'm coming in the lobby. Have them on cool. my, at my yeah. table, please. And then once in a while, you I'll know the up, table. Once in a while, I'll get hooked up. I was leaving. I was leaving uh, like uh, Port Charlotte doing a show, and I was stopped at like a racetrack gas station and got a coffee. And sometimes it's people you wouldn't think even listen to your radio show. This was like look like a like a lesbian 20 year old puerto rican girl right like she looks straight out of like orange is the new black and i walk up to the counter with my coffee and i'm just trying to get home you know with caffeine it's like you know midnight and she goes yeah johnny b don't pay for coffees in this place and i went <laughs> i just stopped i'm like get the fuck out of here and she's like be whole for life and i'm like why and i just <laughs> i wanted to hug her i was like that's the fucking coolest thing ever yeah it was awesome I drove home all day. And I was like, God damn. 20 year old. I don't even need the coffee meetings. now. I'm so high off of that alone. You know what I mean? That was a demo yeah. I never knew I had, baby. That was awesome. It's like, yeah. I'm going to stay in the car going over the skyway now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, orange is a new fat. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, Daddy. man. I got a, I got a free Poke Bowl once. That was, that was my biggest. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Those things are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> there's well, there's there's Cause, a because the guy recognized me from a cover room. <laughs> <laughs> that so might be, makes this sense. Is, this is almost the gayest thing I've heard in a while, you know. <laughs> and then I fucked him. <laughs> Just saying, you got a free poke. A poke sounds like a like a gay like uh, you know like <laughs> a poke if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a little. That's like a little too on the nose. Like it would be in a really bad movie. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, Mark, give me a poke. And they're like, oh, is that so? Right there in the bathroom. <laughs> That's like a line from one of the new Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> the you think only Dan's least. been? Yeah. Oh, like, oh it's like, like Rob Schneider a saying a, that. A little poke, did it? Oh. Yeah, it's either Adam Sandler or Rob Schneider saying it. Yeah, oh, Rob Schneider. One, of his, one of his voices. Look yeah. like he gave little pokey. <laughs> Guys in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I heard he's not the nicest of person. Who? I've never worked with him. You know what's funny um, though? A lot of those, a lot of those, uh, those old SNL or like uh, sketch guys get kind of get a you know that kind of a a rep. I know. Um, like I was gonna work with Tommy Davidson, and. Uh, yeah. Like, the, like several weeks before the date, everybody I talked to was like, "That guy's a fucking piece of shit." I'm like, "What? Really? He seems so nice on, uh, you know, uh, in like color, everything." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "No, that guy's a fucking prick, man. He had like two of his hosts. He just had ripped off the the and it's uh, replaced like immediately." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "That was really fucking weird." Uh, but I never worked with him, you know. But uh, the sweetest SNL guy. Daryl Hammond. You ever work with him? Mm-mm. Oh, oh God, man. I wish. He was the nicest. Like he um he gave me like the biggest compliment on a one of the worst bits I ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> That's the like, best shit ever. Like, like, the, like, you, like the worst. Like you look back and you go, oh. Yeah. Like you ever wrote you ever wrote a bit and you hate it, but it always does it. well. 
And, <laughs> and then like somebody that you respect goes, dude, that's a great bit. And in your head, you're like, oh, like, no. So like I had this dumb <laughs> bit after it was right after 9-11. That's how long I've been doing fucking comedy. And uh, I was one of the house MCs at the improv. And uh, I had this bit. Uh, this is, uh, I don't know if you remember Girls Gone Wild. They had the mm. videos. Yeah. They would sell them yeah, on TV. Of course. So of course. I was saying, man, these Girls Gone Wild videos are out of control now. I said, I saw one the other night. It was Taliban Girls Gone Wild, right? <laughs> and it was like, well, you know, watch these girls risk their life to show you their ankle. And I was like, acting like I'm pulling up my like burka going, la, 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 la. right? It was so stupid. And like, <laughs> it, was so it was so dumb. And then like, we were in the green room, like after the first show. And he goes, hey, can I ask you something? I go, yeah. And he goes, who wrote the uh, the Taliban girls going wild joke? And I got scared because I thought, oh shit, did somebody have like a parallel idea? Yeah. And he thought I stole. It. And I went, I, I wrote that. And he goes, dude, that's brilliant. And I went, what? Are you, you fucking with me, right? Like you being sarcastic? And he goes, no, nah, dude. He goes, you know how good of a sketch that would be on SNL? And I go, I, I know. I I honestly hate that joke. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, it's pretty, it's pretty topical. So it, the shelf life's not going to be there for long. And I go, good. Cause I hate it, right? Yeah. Man, if he uh, if he understood how long <clears throat> Afghanistan would keep that shit around, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, dude, I would have fucking that would have been evergreen. But <laughs> twelve <laughs> years later, <laughs> so then like uh maybe maybe a couple months later, I was opening for this other guy, and uh, he ended up doing that joke like verbatim on Letterman, like a week after we worked together. It was the most incredible. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Somebody somebody called me up oh. and they're like, hey, man, uh, Joel Lindley just did your joke on Letterman. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Really? Because I drove that guy to Vero Beach to, to host for him, like on a Wednesday for Gary Minky before we did the weekend together. And he was kind of a piece of shit, but I didn't think he was that much of a piece of shit. Like, yeah, they said, yeah, he did your whole thing on Letterman. I go, OK. Good. So but but here's the fucking here's the payoff. Nobody knows who he is now. Yeah. Yeah, where you right. at now, motherfucker? Yeah, you took my shit joke and fucked your life up. And Johnny's getting free <laughs> coffee in Port, Port Charlotte. From, <laughs> from, yeah, bitch, from Port fucking Charlie. lesbian Puerto Rican girl, son. My <laughs> See where you're at. My yeah. Every high school kid's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we made it. <laughs> God, I love when Steve Miller does that. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I, you don't even think about that until you said it. He does do that. God damn it! See, I can't even fucking do. That's fucking, a reference. It's but I can't, I can't even do a fucking classic song reference because Steve Miller owns it. Fuck, it's horrible. <laughs> it it does suck when you have funny fat guys in the same market because we have a lot of the same experiences, you know. So it's like yeah. you you don't like want to do the same jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a. I get it. Like, 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 there's another fat, uh, fat comic that's been doing like my opener, oh, and man. it's not, it's not a joke. It's just I, I usually say I'm fat. Let's talk about it, and like he's been saying that now, and right. people are oh. like, hey, he's saying your. I'm like, hey, you want to fucking, like, you want to so jump general. him? Let's I'm jump like, him. No, <laughs> this guy, blood in, blood out. Let's fuck this guy up. Fat guy, well, free gay, for all. So he's gay to be a hate crime. No, he's bi. It only half be a hate crime. I'm gonna be laying. He'll be laying in a puddle of fucking donut glaze, wishing he'd never fuck with us. Yeah, David, go throw hams. Yeah, throw hams. <laughs> <laughs> you fat bitch. Uh, when I when I first started doing comedy, I was way fatter than I am now. Like way fatter. Like if that's even imaginable. Yeah. But I was like almost five hundred pounds, right? And like yeah. my opening line was a crusher, 
because this was back when like uh, the Jared Fogle and subway thing just like oh. fired up. So my yeah. opening line, I would go up there and like my demeanor was completely different than it is now where I'm just super aggressive. It was like kind of timid and I would just sit there and for 20 seconds wouldn't even talk and the laughter would build because you see this big fat piece of shit like just standing there looking scared. And then my opening line was, hi, I'm Jared from Subway. And the fucking place would go nuts. Like at that point, I owned them. Like I, it was the easiest. <laughs> yeah, that was my Darryl easiest Hammond. time ever doing comedy. Like I never had even, I never struggled. They were booking me all over the fucking place. I was working with fucking Mitch Hedberg and DL Hughley, all these people, and I've been doing comedy like six months because I had the easiest fucking fat jokes ever. It was. <laughs> Did, do you regret losing the weight? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be if I still weighed 500 pounds. You know what I mean? It was horrible. Like, fucking gross. Now I'm trying to get fat again. Now I'm trying to lose weight again. It's like, I want to be reasonably fat. I don't want to be, like, unreasonably fat. Like, I'm, I want to be fat where people go, yeah, that guy's fat. But I don't want to be fat where people go, god damn, that guy's yeah. fat. You know, I don't yeah. want to scare toddlers at the mall fat. That's where I used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want that. I don't want Asian people to fear that I'm going to tear through their city and knock buildings over. You know, I just... I want to just be like somebody that goes you know, that you go to like, uh, you know, for restaurant advice, that kind of fat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, speaking of that, uh, where's the best place to get a good brisket? Ooh. Uh, well, my house uh, is one place. <laughs> um, Besides man, having to go to your house. <laughs> there's good brisket all over the place. I, Tampa, the Tampa scene is so good for barbecue now. Like it's really ramped up. So Depending on what side of town, I mean, uh, if you're in St. Pete, Dr. Barbecue's got really good brisket, really good, really good barbecue. Uh, you know, guy's one of the authorities in the world on barbecue, and he's my friend. I love uh, Ray Lampy. Ray Lampy's the man. Uh, and then there's a place in South Tampa, another world champion pitmaster that people don't may not even know, um, the Deviled Pig. It's like right over, kind of near Plant High School, like not quite the Gandhi on Dale Mabry. Uh, she's won like seven national titles. Just won the uh, Jesus. She just won Food Network's uh, Bobby Flay. Wait, did you say she? She's a she, and she's actually uh, she's she's kind of hot too. Uh, her name's uh, uh, yeah, Leanne Whippen is her name, and she's got like national titles. Like I said, her food so good, right? Well, so the thing is, like, she's a she's probably like a you know a barbecue pit master seven. Is she a pit you know mistress? I mean? <laughs> no, she's a nine for barbecue pit. Okay, master. all right. She's like, yeah, because like most of them look like us. So, so yeah. it's like she shows up. She's, she's like a real six, and you're like, eh, she's not that hot according to you, Matt. But like yeah. to us, it's yeah. like Ooh, pit boss know. hot. And yeah. she can and she can smoke a brisket. Yeah. <laughs> Davies is gonna be eating a pulled pork sandwich, getting it in. Yeah. I like a woman that knows how to handle her meat. But uh, you know what's a shocker though? Uh, over the last like year. Sonny's barbecue has really good brisket. And oh yeah, it's <laughs> no, it's real bad. Really it's actually not bad. But it's not Johnny. bad. It's not Johnny. bad. The one, uh, the one in Zephyr Hills is where it's at because they actually have the wood smoker. Well, no. Well, here's the thing, and I found out from Ray Lampy, Doctor Barbecue. We were just having a casual conversation. And he goes, "He's from Chicago. He's so cute. Like he looks like Santa Claus, but he's like from Chicago." So he goes, "I gotta tell you, Johnny, Sonny's barbecue." They got good fucking barbecue now. And I'm like, it's like McDonald's. He goes, a buddy of mine just uh, took over as the head pit master. And I'm like, what? So they have like a real deal barbecue guy overseeing all the barbecue, all the quality control now. So after he told me that, I went through the one in Brandon and I got some brisket and they were like, 
do you want the lean or the fat? And I'm like, oh shit, they know, they know. Like a real barbecue <laughs> place will ask you that. Like, because you want the fatty brisket. Yeah. You don't want fucking lean? Who the fuck? Give me the fucking, the blubber in my mouth tastes delicious. So I was yeah. like, yeah, give me the fatty. And then uh, I got the fatty and dude, it was really good. Uh, another like for a chain, I like mission barbecue for a chain. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much barbecue. You go, uh, if you're over like uh, Armenia uh, and Bush, uh, Jazzy's barbecue over there is really fucking good. I mean, there's a how, lot of good barbecue. How do you feel about, uh, what is it, um, Four Rivers, I think it's called? Good. It's good barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, there, there's a lot of uh, bougie people to go in there because they kind of set up for like the the upper middle class white folks, it seems. You yeah. Know? yeah. But I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll eat with the poorest or the richest people. I care about the food. I don't care. Yeah. 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 So I like the brisket. I've always like brisket. It's always my go-to. But you know, pulled pork, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all good, man. Ribs. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've been cheating with my ribs lately. I uh, I've been Johnny. I've been, I've been <laughs> cooking them. I've been cooking them in the instant pot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pressure cook them. That's right. Almost. You're one step from boiling them. How dare you? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, this here's is how, when we report Johnny. Here's how Not I for cheat. All stuff. <laughs> no, here's how I cheat. I pressure cook them with uh, my the liquid. I just put a whole beer in there, right? Mm -hmm. Like a good strong like lager, like a Yingling, right? And then I don't cook them all the way. I cook them about 60, 70 percent. Then I then finish them on the smoker yeah. with extra wood. Like I throw like a bunch of fucking hickory on there. Mm -hmm. So then when you eat them, you still get the smoke flavor, but they're so goddamn tender. Yeah, and you I, don't have to smoke them as long either. Too, no, so it it's like fucking down. you're done, like 45 yeah. minutes. And um, I, I did it because I wanted to, I was experimenting with what I called my adult McRib. This is about a year ago. <laughs> so I wanted to be able to slide the bone right out. That's why I pressure cooked them, and I did. And then I built the McRib, but instead of like what they use, I used all like better ingredients. I used like a brioche <laughs> bun, and I used like a really, really nice like bourbon pickles that were mm -hmm. like craft pickles that are so delicious. And then, uh, and then I used like good barbecue sauce and good onions, and it was oh, fucking amazing, man. But it still had like the it still had like the the bone marks, like it had the bone in there still. It did because it actually did have the bone in there, David. Oh no! You, I thought you said you slid it out. I did, but it had bone before that. It yeah, was, that's what I'm saying. But like yeah. the McRibs, like look, McRibs just a picture of bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? McRibs good though. Fuck it, I don't care. I'm not I that like easy. I like them too. I'll eat one. Uh, the best way to eat a McRib, and uh, and I talked about this actually on air. I think last night. Um, order double meat, double pickle, extra sauce. And a lot of people don't know this. McDonald's, they don't give a fuck. They'll give you what you want, usually, right? So that's almost like a secret menu item. Like, you, And then every now and then you'll get pushback. They'll be like, we can't do that. And go, just charge me for two. Put everything on one bun. And they'll go, okay. And then they do it. It's so good. So much meat. Yeah. Just, um, 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 <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. I'm all yeah, like, like, you know what a McGangbang is, right? Yeah, the, uh, a yeah. McChicken and a McDouble together. Yeah. No, it's a Big Mac, but it's a chicken patty instead of a middle bread. Oh, that's shit. A I didn't even yeah. know what that What? Yeah, that's a McGangbang. That's a secret right. menu item. You guys I thought, you guys have yeah, your own podcast just talking fat shit. We could, 100%. I actually have a food <laughs> podcast. I haven't released one in like a month called Johnny I'm Eats Everything. Like, and I I'm just, just like, hey, Johnny, how do you feel about something? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about that thing you just asked me about. Yeah, I got to start. places to <laughs> a geographical location. Show. 
We should start yeah. a cooking show where Johnny just teaches me. Yes, you know, like how to be fatter. School fat guy. He, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you young bucks don't know nothing about this. Oh, like, here's what we call it, David. Here's what we call the podcast. You ain't fat. That's what we call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ain't nothing. Yeah. So people call, like people send emails or they send voicemails about food questions, and you just open up everyone. Like somebody would go, yeah, Johnny. So I was thinking, like, what's the best way to prepare scrambled eggs? Should I put heavy cream in it? Or whole milk, and then and then you just start the answer with, man. First of all, you ain't fat, and then you yeah. then you give them the real advice. Yeah. You know, you gotta put the bacon in that motherfucker. Everything <laughs> starts with bacon, motherfucker. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, my my girl like we always have bacon on the weekends for breakfast. It's a no brainer. You wake up, somebody's already cooking bacon. She goes, "Do you want me to cook some bacon?" And I just stopped and looked at her like mad as fuck, right? Like she stepped on my foot in prison. Like I was like, looked at her and I said, are you trying to get hit in this motherfucker today? She's like, she like, all right, I'll make some bacon. I go, who the fuck are you? What the, we've been together six and a half years, woman. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I started like, I started like filing down a toothbrush. I didn't know what the fuck was happening in my house. It was weird. Yeah. You just turn into Wayne Brady from Chicago. <laughs> Am I gonna have to choke a bit? No. Like, this is where shit went fucking south. Isn't the bacon just implied at this point? <laughs> yeah, dude. Just always make bacon. Don't fuck with me. Like same thing when I'm at a restaurant and I order a burger and they're like, "You want to add bacon to that?" And I'm like, well, "Why are we talking right now? Why aren't you in the <laughs> kitchen? Get the fuck out of here!" Like, fuck yes. Th that time you spent talking to me, you could have been making bacon. It's 75 cents. <laughs> Do I look poor to you? Get my fucking bacon. God damn it. At the very least, it's just to make the house smell good. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, remember I had that conversation before, too, because uh, my, my brother bought me a baking candle. He's like, hey, look what I bought you. It makes your house smell like bacon. I'm like, you paid $15 for that. For four dollars, I'll go to Walmart and get a pound of bacon and make my house smell like bacon. You fucking idiot! And then I'll and, I, and I'll get to eat too. Eat it. Seven of cocktails of bacon. <laughs> you can use the grease from that, put it back into an air wick, and plug it back in. Ooh, you're dirty as fuck, dude. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> candle warmers, dude. Hell yeah. Air wicks. Oh yeah. shit! An air wick of a... bacon grease. <laughs> John, Johnny yeah, got new merch. Have, Johnny yeah, got new merch. Everybody in the house has acne and they don't know why. They're like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, if I, my heart hurts when I breathe, Johnny. <laughs> the dog just barks blood. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors are gaining weight. They have no idea what's happening. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, there's a rendering plant next door. <laughs> Goddamn bacon for mobile in my fucking subdivision. Oh. <laughs> Why is the air so thick in your house? <laughs> my, my Glade has a plug in it's OSCAR. <laughs> oh no. Oh, this is great. Oh man. Uh, that really needs to be a t-shirt. Have like an air wick and like a strip of bacon uh, across it. Hey, thanks, thanks for my new bit that I'm using tonight, guys. That's all hundred percent being used tonight. Holy shit, I'm writing that down. That is I'll probably be there too. So I'm down to see. Hell it, yeah, man. girl. Fuck yeah. I like it when you show up because if the room's empty, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> oh, man. Are there are anybody following like CDC guidelines anymore? Because I've done some shows where it's like uh hundred percent capacity. I'm like, this is yep. cool. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't really care. Like they'll have signs that say mask required, but then like no one's wearing masks in there. No, but, no. Because like people treat the the alcohol as like the hall pass for the masks. They're like, I have my drink, so I don't have to have my mask on. 
Yeah. Did yeah. you see um, uh, the Dolphins? They had to like change their policy in their stadium because people were buying popcorn just so they could pull their mask off. And like the whole time they were just popping. So they stopped selling popcorn because they yeah. said people were using it as a loophole. <laughs> so. no, they did that at Disney. Like the same thing was happening that like if you had a drink or something in your hand, you could have your mask off. And now then they're like, you have to be like sitting down. Yeah, with it or something like that. Now for it to be okay, does, does Disney cops come and hassle you? <laughs> like mascots. Yeah. Hey, oh, 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 it looks like you're being a bad boy. Somebody's spreading the virus. Fucking <laughs> oh, 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 what should we do, me? <laughs> oh, 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 you're being bad. <laughs> Fucking you down, start like... fucking. <laughs> they start scrapping forty dollars stuffed animals to your face. <laughs> <laughs> the castle's got a basement. Gorsh. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven naked men down there. <laughs> I think they should outlaw Donald's the gimp. <laughs> they should outlaw grown-ups at Walt Disney without kids because that's. Fucking... Just stop, all right? Like, yeah. how, how annoying is that when you see, like, two grown people are like, we have Disney passes. We love it. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's for children, you grown fucking weirdo. Stop it. Matt, okay. this is your intervention. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, see? But look, it's it probably some girl that made him do it, right? Because they, they all, it's always, a, it's always some broad, right? It's like pushing the narrative. It's like, I like Disney. We need to go all the time. I no. love it. No. They have a collection of fucking ear hats. I got a whole room full of them. Like, I got one. It's hearts. I got one. <laughs> You're no. fucking 30, Diane. Fucking stop it. No, it's, it's the one of Figment. He's the only one that's born in the park. It's his, <laughs> it's his sugar daddy roommate takes him. Oh, okay. there you go. That's, that's yeah, so it's, it's pretty sweet. No, I was there when they were open up for. You got your own specific week, I've heard, at Disney Park. I heard. (laughs) Yeah, Daddy Daughter Week. (laughs) Yeah, the gay pride week. That's fine. Yeah. I always like it when uh when uh when they have the gay week at, at Disney because I always try to get like my most redneck friends to go and don't talk. <laughs> you know, dude, they're doing like they're doing like some sort of uh buy one day get three day pass at Disney this week. You should take the family, knowing it's gonna fuck their whole experience up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Emphasis yeah, um, on the buy. My, 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 yeah. <laughs> One of my friends said that the the country bear jamboree is like impossible to get into because it's wall to wall bears. Wall to wall Johnny B's and Davy Wayne's. Oh my god! I know the first time I heard that term, uh, you know, it was in a situation where I was being hit on uh, at a bar that, you know, was uh, predominantly yeah. gay. You know, so yeah. I was out of town and it was like uh, after a gig, and it was like, yeah, man. There's this uh, really cool bar across the street has $1 top shelf drinks. I'm like, cool, let's go. Like, only thing, it's uh, it's a gay bar. I go, I don't care, man. I don't have anything against gay people. I'll drink with everybody. It's cool. And uh, so I'm over here drinking, and this guy, you know, sits down, you know, a couple of friends, and they're, like, near us. And he's like, like hey, you're a – so you're a bear. I was <laughs> like, no, I'm a Bucks fan. Like, what are we talking about right now? Like, yeah. not a bear. Right. And then my buddy's like, no, bear means like a hairy fat guy. And I go, okay, well, 
yes, I am. I am a bear. Thank you. And like, <laughs> I didn't realize I was like basically flirting back at that point. You know, I was like, yeah. I am. Let's fuck. You know, but uh, <laughs> where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they were really nice once I told them, you know, that I was scared of ding dong and I was just in town doing comedy. You know, I was like, look, I, you guys are cool, but man, I like I'm I'm intimidated by my own dick. I don't want to mess with anybody else's. And, you know, like. Can we just have drinks together and be, the, be like your, your straight friend? And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, they, okay. did that, they did that classic thing where they're like, oh, my God, what you do is so brave. And you're like, what you do is so brave. Yeah, yeah. I could never do what you do. I do what nature tells me to do. You're like, fuck nature. You do whatever you want. That's badass. <laughs> yeah. Although if you talk to my dogs, they don't care. They'll fucking, they're completely gay. It's fine. <laughs> What movie? You know. I saw a movie recently. What was it? It's a uh, what movie was it? Where he's like, everybody's gay once in a while. What's that movie from? Oh man, it's a great line. Damn it, it's a classic movie. Anyway, I digress. Everybody's gay once in a while. Yeah, what is that from? It's from a movie. It's, a, it. it's a, you know he's it. Gonna Google. Damn it. Uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Thank you. Ah, yeah. oh, what a great movie. Really? Yeah, it was Jack Black. What, was it yeah. Al Pacino saying it? <laughs> yeah. Or was that a? Uh... No, it was Jack Black yelled it. Yeah, come on, everybody's gay once in a while. I think that was <laughs> right when he was like coming, coming off of heroin or whatever. When he's tied yeah. up, yeah, he's like jelly beans. Swall- <laughs> <laughs> work the shaft, I'll swallow gravy and all that shit. Yeah. Movie, man, that's one of those movies that's so underrated. Like it just doesn't yeah. get the love it deserves. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. like Meet Meet the Millers. I think is one of the funniest movies that's made like in our generation, in our your generation. But uh. <laughs> and it, I, I talk to people about it and they go, it was all right. I go, are you fucking kidding? That movie's just fucking chocked with fucking moments. Like, it's so funny the whole <laughs> way through. Like, how do you not like that movie? Like, oh, I'm not a big Jennifer Aniston fan. Okay, you like dudes. So what? Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like the Patton Oswalt synopsis of any Jennifer Aniston movies. Like, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston's going to try to fuck. Will she <laughs> fuck? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Tune in for another twenty million dollar movie. It's true. I mean, you, I mean, you, know, you guys want to do uh, plugs? We're getting a little over on time. Hell yeah, dude! I'm trying to make you spend more money on Zoom. Come on, <laughs> I need that premium package, baby. Um. Oh yeah, sure. Let's do that. Uh, um. I'll do mine first. Uh, yep. You can. Uh, <laughs> you can email the show. Uh, it's uh, ftsjohnnyb at gmail dot com. Uh, Twitter at Johnny B Comedy. Uh, and Instagram Johnny B Tampa. Come get me. It's fine. Yay. Get Johnny. Right. You got any shows like upcoming shows? Or? Oh yeah, man. JohnnyBComedy.com has my schedule. I just booked uh, probably five or six more shows coming up. So uh, all in and around the Tampa Bay area, I'll be uh, I'll be in Winter Haven and Bradenton. I'll be uh, uh, all over the place. So I'll be uh, oh, New Year's Eve. Uh, Bradenton Motorworks. Uh, that's three years in a row doing New Year's Eve there. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, uh, we'll be doing it. It'll be fun. Come have fun with me. JohnnyBComedy.com. <laughs> nice. Uh, as of right now, December 12th, I have um, a meeting with my psychiatrist. <laughs> Aww. And that's, that's all I got. <laughs> I like how you call your dietitian a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're kind of the same because they prescribe Adderall and I don't eat at all. So it's very close. Mm. <laughs> it's like Jonathan, David. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, David. <laughs> Have you tried methamphetamines yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They work really well. You, you do should. not get hungry at all. Uh, uh, Matt Williams, how can everybody find you? 
uh, with these guys every Sunday. We re- release our episodes every Wednesday, trying to get the topical depressions out on Tuesday. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ish. Whenever we crank those out. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, oh, I didn't realize. We were I just. Going. I only do pop in sets now. Like I, I think I've been, I'm getting booked just as much doing pop in sets as I was doing regular. Yeah, what's wow. going on with that? Like, are are you uh, are you are you writing? Are you are you working anything? What are you doing? It's well, I went back to school. I'm in Ocala, going back to school, so oh, that okay. I can afford to live. No, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Because I want to see you on stage, yeah, yeah. man. You're funny. I, I like your comedy. It's good. Thanks, man. I don't say yeah, that to a it. lot of people. I yeah. miss it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're one of the few that said anything positive, so I appreciate Aww. that. <laughs> How many pricks in this business, man? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Was... If you suck, Johnny would tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, was one, that was one of the good things. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this, this interview. I've been oh, yeah. We, I, I, won't, I won't always like say it straight to your face, but like I'll just won't talk to you. That's what I do with bad <laughs> comics. I just I, avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I've heard the horror stories of like you at the improv, <laughs> like, uh, uh, Rick oh, and shit um, when people are bombing like horribly. That, They're that, just like, woo! <laughs> like just yelling. <laughs> Let me explain myself, okay? So the the coconuts vit the coconuts video is legendary. Too. Oh yeah, the coconuts video is hilarious. Dude, yeah. I still get money every month from that. It's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got like two and a half million views or something. But um, well, the improv, it would be like me and like some of the elder statesmen and women, and we'd be in the back of the room drinking for free, and. I would only be shitty to people that went up there with like this cocky attitude, like they're gonna own the room, and then when they yeah. start eating a dick that's so gratifying to me i love watching i like watching my friends bomb too don't get me wrong one of you guys go on stage and eat it that's so enjoyable <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah and yeah. i would want you to feel the same way if i'm up there eating a dick too like i'd want you guys to be like look at johnny he's fucking kill he's, he's <laughs> this guy yeah. is having the worst set ever um, <laughs> we love we love it when our friends are in pain right so yeah like like uh at the improv it was just my thing like i would and i would enjoy these assholes like you'd see this guy show up and he would have 20 people from his office you know because he's the funniest yeah. guy in his cubicle mm-hmm. and you would see this attitude he's got his fucking seinfeld blazer on you know and he's like he's like yeah i'm gonna go up there and fucking crush this you gotta <laughs> then he gets up there and just fucking crickets except for me in the back of the room <laughs> laughing hysterically yeah. and just yelling stuff out like you got him man keep it up buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got like fucking tony god going come on bro come on man. Please, man. you're killing this guy's dream before he gets started i'm like fucking tony i'm 20 beers in yeah yeah <laughs> it's not his dream he just someone said that he should do it at work like you said and then he brings everyone out and it's he gets yeah. the, what do you say matt he, he gets the facebook photo and then uh-huh yeah, you never well, see him again you yeah. never see him again. because it was his bucket it was his bucket list or the side splitters behind him yeah it was his everybody bucket list so he can actually kill himself the next day he's like i, I did it i hope <laughs> everybody thinks that they can do everything that's the yeah. problem like we live in this like this society of everybody tells everybody you can do whatever you want to do, but you can't motherfucker. You can't stop telling your kids they can do whatever they want to do. Cause they can't, they're very limited. Most yeah. of them very limited. So it's like, everybody thinks they can be on uh, American Idol. Everybody can sing. Everybody thinks they can fucking be stand-up comics. Everybody thinks they're an actor or an actress. No, you're not. You suck. Like fucking only certain people can do certain things. 
but everybody thinks they can fucking do everything. Everybody thinks now with the Food Network, everybody's a goddamn executive chef. Like you just, you can go online, you can go on Amazon and buy a chef jacket. Now you're a chef. Fuck you. Your food sucks. Uh, <laughs> fucking people need to stay in their fucking lane. And that's the same thing with comedy, man. People yeah. are like, Why stop growing, fuck? stop branching out. <laughs> fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You're a sandwich artist, Don. Keep yeah. doing that, piece of shit. Who about the fourth firehouse? generation of trailer park trash? You're not <laughs> you're not turning it around. All right, YouTube. Yeah. You're not a you're not a YouTube chef. Like, stop it. <laughs> I like that when so. when somebody will get a guest set uh, and just completely Ooh, yeah. dick. Like when I'm headlining a show, because I'm not. I can't let that slide. Right? Like, you fucking, <laughs> you brought my you brought my crowd down. They came to see me, and now you just made them sad for fucking five minutes. Now I have to bring them back. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. I got to clean this shit up. Yeah. Now I got to. You made him sad. Yeah. I got to heal those wounds before I get into my shit now. So I'm going <laughs> to do it by shitting on you for a minute. Right. So when that happens, I just, I, I, oh man, like I, I say stuff like, look, man, like comedy is not for everybody. And you saw that tonight, guys. Right. And just, I'll, fucking, <laughs> I'll, I'll get them like, you know, just fucking, or don't fuck around and forget my name when you're bringing me up. That's happened to me twice. Like, uh, I did I, it to John Jacobs. <laughs> you forgot his name and you were roommates. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing he said. Like I was like, it's gonna... I finally got it. And he was like walking up, like oh like shaking God. his head, just going, You motherfucker. This is then the first thing out of his mouth he was like, He lives with me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, about about I'd say almost ten years ago, I'm over and I know we got to wrap this up, but I'm over in like on the East Coast, and Preacher Lawson was featuring for me. That's how long ago it was. Now this guy is a superstar, right? Yeah. Um, Who? Uh, you see what can happen if you work with Johnny? Dude, I launched <laughs> careers, no doubt. Uh, yeah. So Kevin Hart used to MC for me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I put some true, but. The guy that was emceeing was uh, he was an actor at the uh, religious theme park in Orlando. Remember that place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, guy's up there, experience. the guy's up there doing the corniest. He's in like a fucking suit with a bow tie and he's doing the corniest jokes and stuff. So then when he goes to bring me up after Preacher's set, he's you could tell he's stretching because he forgot. I mean, hey, are you guys ready for your headliner? And the crowd's clapping. Good crowd. He's like, yeah, you're going to love this guy, man. He's awesome. He is awesome. He's, uh, yep. He's, uh, man, he's, uh, he's good. He's good. He's good. And I'm standing off the side. I'm like, oh no. Right. And then he, he's still stretching. And I just yelled from the side of the stage. You fucking forgot my name. Didn't you? The crowd starts laughing. He's like, no, I didn't forget your name. I go, you're a piece of shit. Tell him you're a piece of shit and get off my stage. He's like, all right, guys, I'm a piece of shit. Have a great night. And he just walks off. And then I laid into him for like five straight no. minutes. Oh, it was great. It was great. So, <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. go ahead and do my plugs real quick. Oh, yeah. Steven's here. <laughs> yeah, I exist. Um, the only things I really want to promote yeah. is uh, Thursday. Holy shit. Did you cut your hair? <laughs> a while ago. Wow. He did. Yeah. Okay. Lost a bet. So, uh, December 10th of the... Uh, Somebody pulled it off. You shut up, Matt. I'm going to go full Davy on you. <laughs> December 10th, I'm going to be at the uh, the Super Good Story show that Cam's doing at Side Splitters. Oh, yeah. And December 11th, the No Shame show at Spitfire. And then please, everyone, get your tickets now for January 24th, the Wheel of Torture show at Side Splitters. David Whoa, Wayne's going to be on Christmas it. Christmas Eve? 
January 24th. That's what I said. <laughs> All right, I mean, it's, it's, it's Chinese Christmas Eve. <laughs> January 24th. Oh, that sounds fun. But uh, well, I look forward to uh, when I'm able to like have people inside of a studio again to have you guys back in. It's always fun to have you guys on the show. And all that shit. In the meantime, yeah. let's uh, let's get together soon, man. Do some shows together or something. Would you like that? Sounds oh, yeah. good. Yeah, it does sound good. Everybody all right. Well, uh, well, thanks for having me on, guys, and thanks for coming on my podcast. This is great. Right. How did I learn FTS? You, Bye, everybody. <laughs> Later, guys. Hey guys, thanks for watching this video all the way to the end. Be sure to hit that subscribe button down there. Also hit that notification bell so you can get updated when we put out new content every week. Every Tuesday, Topical Depression. Every Wednesday, the podcast comes out. Audio is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Or you can watch another one of these videos. Maybe this one here. Thank you for watching.